Hello, welcome to another episode of Breaking News. Today, it's our Father's Day special. So, first I'll be going over some coronavirus, the number of coronavirus cases in the countries I'll be telling you. And um, we have a special guest, I'll introduce him later. Um, We're going to interview him, ask him questions. So... Without further ado, let's get started. Okay, so we're going to start with the USA. The USA has total cases um, 2,356,657 cases with recovered 9... 180,355 active is 1,254,055 and deaths are 122,247 and now we're going to do Brazil so what we have in Brazil is total cases 1,086,990 recovered cases is 579,226 Active cases are 457,105. Deaths are 50,659. Then Canada. Canada, we have total cases 1,137. Recovered cases 63,830. Iran. We have uh, total cases are 204,952. Recovered cases are 163,591. Active cases 31,738. And deaths are 9,623. Israel. is 20,778 total cases recovered is 15,694 active cases is 4,778 and deaths are 306 then we have Myanmar Myanmar we have 290 recovered cases is 200 Active is 84, and deaths are 6. And then we have two more countries. Ireland. Ireland, we have 25,379 total cases. Recovered out of that is 22,698. Active cases, 966. Deaths are 1,715. And... 
South Africa. We have 97,302 total cases with recovered 51,608. Active cases are 43,764. And deaths are 1,930. So, now uh, we, since we're done with that, now we are going to, uh, I'm going to introduce our very special guest here. Who happens to be my father since it's a Father's Day special? So uh, he's a professor, uh, the chair of physics, and a graduate coordinator at WIU, Western Illinois University. Um, so the first question we're gonna ask you is how are you teaching your students in? the coronavirus pandemic you know like everybody has to stay home universities haven't fully reopened yet um so how how would you teach your students okay so first of all hi atharva and hi atharva's guests who are uh, listening to his podcast uh i'm happy to join him in this conversation and he asks a very uh, interesting and pertinent question and the educational landscape, you know, starting from the schools all the way up to university has changed. Everybody is having to uh, get adjusted to the new environment, new way of learning and new way of, of teaching. So we are trying our best to do things online, uh, either fully online or having uh, video conferencing meetings with the students. Uh, or sometimes sending them pre-recorded video lectures so they can see those lectures in advance and then have interaction uh, when we are in Zoom or Google Meet or some sort of a video conferencing like that. Uh, so that's how we are teaching. Right. And um, would you use any website in particular to teach your students? Yeah, so, so because the university has this so-called Google Suite, we are using, I was using Google Meet for most of my classes. Uh, some other uh, people were using Zoom for their classes. There is, uh, uh, Atharva, your school was using Microsoft uh, Teams. Teams. And then there, is, there are other programs like that, that that people use for trying to get face-to-face with uh, the students but while still uh, being remote mm-hmm. now are you um, able to like teach them in and like show them ha- like how to do it hands on like showing that them is very how to do diff- it mm-hmm. because That's now good- that you're at home and the cameras I mean cameras space is limited of course but if you were in the university of course you could show them Right, so that's a very good question and it's pro- we are hoping that we will be able to do that in the fall because for learning technical subjects like physics or chemistry, you want to learn things hands-on and so uh, part of the process for that is the teacher doing demonstrations using real equipment uh, and to show that to the students. Now, of course, seeing that firsthand is much better seeing it on a video 
is you know is not as good but it's it's still something that we could do if we have the equipment uh in the spring semester we couldn't do that because we were all at home and we of course did not have all the equipment uh, to do that though there are some faculty who did uh video record themselves doing the hands on labs and they send those videos to the students and they ask them to analyze the data um so like which way do you think is a better way to teach i mean of course you probably think uh it would be uh you know teaching in the university but what are some pros and cons of you know working at home and going to mm-hmm. okay yeah that's a very good question so there are certainly some new tricks that all of us had to learn because of coronavirus and so i think i i like uh, the so called flipped classroom model where there are pre-recorded lectures or small uh, you know 10 minute video snippets of small topics and i can send those to the students in advance and they can review those and then come and ask questions and we can have more meaningful and deeper discussion normally when we are teaching in the classroom we have to cover a certain set of topics so you know we are almost always kind of rushed to cover everything and we don't get much time for interaction uh, unless we try really hard and so i think that is something we have learned because of coronavirus that uh, we can probably continue to use uh, even uh, when we get out of this situation now of course cons is is certainly it's it is still interaction uh over a video it's not still you know personal face to face so you don't quite get to see the whole person you don't see the uh you know professor doing demos and that sort of a thing so there are there are pros and cons to this this uh m- mode of teaching that we all had to uh get uh, uh accustomed to how hard was it to adapt to these changes because of this coronavirus pandemic yeah i think it was uh, in some sense it was definitely a whole lot of work for everybody because we had to do it very quickly within a matter of week to change to the new mode um, but it, there were quite a few people who already sort of knew the technology so in that sense it wasn't very hard uh, but you had to prepare and present your material uh, in a completely d- different format and so that's always very difficult to do you know think about writing math equations on a chalkboard that's a whole lot easy to do and easy to follow for the students how do you do that in a video meeting uh, so those kinds of challenges we had to uh, think about and find out ways to do it, do it uh, so that the kids are still learning uh and not getting lost in all the all the issues and of course you know the children themselves had issues with technology they may not have a, a fast computer they may only have a cell phone uh to uh, view the lectures from and so they have a very tiny screen how do they see it clearly so there are all of those things to worry about all right yeah so that's pretty hard to adapt to mm-hmm. um based on what you've been saying And now I'm going to ask you some questions about how they are reopening the econ- economy. So, uh two questions here that go along. Um So, 
you know how they're opening the um, the economy, right? Do you think that's a good way? Or if you don't think that's a good way, then do you have any suggestions on how they should um, reopen? Right, so that's that's a very difficult question because it depends a whole lot on the on the science of how do you find out if people have coronavirus and if they have coronavirus how do you trace them and how do you make sure that they don't come in contact with others right and so there are, there are all of these things that we don't have a good answer on yet because scientists are in some sense still trying to figure out we don't have a vaccine if we had a vaccine then uh, we could open the next day right so the next best thing to a vaccine we have right now i think is wearing masks so anytime you're going to be in contact with people you have to indoors you have to be wearing masks even outdoors but outdoors is is a little bit easier uh, because you can easily maintain uh, physical distance from people you know you can be at a certain distance away from them and so if you sneeze or cough or talk you are not exchanging those uh, coronavirus containing droplets uh, with them and so that's you can then avoid uh, transmission of the virus so our goal should be how do we avoid transmitting the coronavirus not to uh, not to get uh, infected ourselves but also not to uh, put other people at you uh, know in 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 a difficult situation so i think i would say wearing masks is the next best thing to having a um, a vaccine right. at least for now and do you think they should reopen the uh, universities and do the same thing wear masks and all that or should wait a little bit uh, for the universities to reopen because of course u- universities are a little bit more people a little bit more you know people around the world coming into the university right so what do you think on that yeah so that's a good question uh, i think we the uh, us government and cdc has given some guidelines and those guidelines make sense Uh, because they talk about how the number of cases in the state are progressing and if there is a flattening or a uh, reduction of the cases uh, over a number of days i think about 14 days then you go into a different phase and they have declared four or five different phases of reopening and so that's a good plan i think we can we can fo- all follow that plan um, but we also need to maintain distance between the students when they are in the classroom and so uh, sitting further apart from each other that's going to be difficult in school settings right your school rooms are already kind of tightly packed with 20 students in there and uh, lots of desks uh, close together you know chair of four students five students uh, right next to each other that kind of situation is going to be very very difficult to uh, to uh you know help us contain the virus it uh, it is definitely unless we we wear mask but imagine being at school for 7 to 8 hours continuously wearing that mask not a very pleasant thing to do and very inconvenient so invariably you are going to remove that mask scratch here and there maybe talk while the mask is off and so you are putting everybody at risk when you do that so it is very very difficult uh, to do that and plus you will need extra cleaning 
every time you know in in a university for example one classroom is not where you sit so you go from classroom to classroom and so when one class is over you will need to clean up the room when the next class before the next class uh, comes in uh, clean up the equipment uh, that the previous instructor has used uh, the tables and so it is very very complicated So the this is going to be the last question I'm going to ask you. Um so if they were to uh reopen the university, what rules would you put uh in terms of staying safe? Uh, like I just uh read a couple news articles maybe a couple days ago and also watched news saying that six, staying 6 feet away from other people isn't enough. Mhm right okay so i did the calculation myself and i found out that 6 feet is actually uh not a very well informed number uh most of these uh, droplets uh that can contain the virus can actually spread much longer and they that uh, uh situation is actually very complicated in small classrooms because the air conditioning system can spread these uh, droplets around quite a bit so wearing masks is going to be very important now how do you do that for 8 hours at a time that's again very difficult so any time you know one person let's say a secretary in a department is going to be come in co- come in contact with or is going to interact with many people there needs to be a plexiglass separation sort of a window uh between her and and the other people that are going to come there to see her same thing with other people who are coming in contact with uh, many people like you know the university or school offices uh, and so on uh when it comes to teachers um, it may be better to just allow students in the classroom but the teacher could be teaching from their office so they can uh, do video conferencing with the students uh but they're not coming in direct contact with with the teacher especially the teachers who are at high risk you know some of them may have underlying health condition and so they are at a much higher risk of contracting the coronavirus or getting more affected if they contract the coronavirus then they can be kept uh, at uh, at a distance uh from the rest of the the student body the students who them, uh, themselves are at risk or have was uh, no tested positive they can stay in their dorm room and still join the classroom from uh, through video conferencing and so those are kind of different ways of of dealing with it or maybe you can have just one third of the class attend on one day and next day the next one third and the third day the remaining one third can come and then they can cycle among themselves so not the whole class is in the classroom at the same time so that's how you can reduce the number of people in the classroom and the chances of them contracting so there are a variety of different things uh, people are considering and uh, we are we're thinking about it okay so thank you for uh you know uh taking time aside in uh in order for me to interview you today thank you it was my pleasure okay so that's bye bye that's it on breaking news um our next episode will be on gaming news and you'll ex- be expecting that tomorrow and i promise <laughs>